0: for God's will for me. Welcome to the podcast. Pastor Frank here. Another week, another time to share the Word of God with you. I hope you're enjoying it, and I'm getting a lot of very nice feedback from people through emails, word of mouth, uh, that they really are listening, and, and that it's ministering, and a lot of likes, a lot of loves, and uh, I want to thank you for that feedback, because it does mean a lot to me, and encourages me to continue uh, to do this, and I believe God has called me to minister outside of the church for this season of my life. For 35 years, I pastored and ministered in the church. I'm not saying that I, I won't go speak somewhere or something like that, but the primary uh, activity now is through podcasts, minute devotionals, uh, my movie you can get on uh, Amazon.com. It's called Forbidden 2018. Uh, my books—I'm coming out with the sequel to the book that they made the movie out of, and it's called To Her with Love. And uh, I would love for you to get a copy. So let's go ahead and continue now with our study, uh, these 10 weeks, on the word suddenly, as it appears in the Bible, and the sudden events that it describes, and your need to be alert, sober, vigilant, awake at all times regarding these sudden events. Now, what I want to talk to you now is from Mark chapter 9, verses 5 through 8, and it talks about the prophetic vision. Uh, God can speak to you in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. So let's read it. It says, Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, It's good for us to be here. They were on the Mount of Transfiguration. Let's make three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But he did not know what he was saying, for they were greatly afraid. And a cloud came over them and, and, and said to them, This is my beloved Son. Hear him. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they had looked around, there was no one anymore, but only Jesus with themselves. Suddenly, it was gone. Now, I've had these experiences, and I believe that you have too. I think you know what I mean. Suddenly, you just know something. I don't know. It just awakens within you. It's like a flash, um, and and you're given direction. You're given wisdom, and then it seems like immediately it's gone. <laughs> Like, God speaks, like, in a moment, in a flash. And I believe that that's how it happened for them. But Peter writes about it later in the second letter of Peter, where he talks about, like, we're not talking about fables. This thing really happened. We were on the holy mount. We heard the voice of God, you know. And so it's real. The, these prophetic visions are real that you have, sometimes in a dream, sometimes an open vision, where, you know, you're seeing the the, the thing happen, but, you know, you, you know that you're in... Um, you know, your body. But there are times when you're really taken even out of your body and just seeing something that is really of the supernatural realm. So I want to talk to you about something that happened to me in the hopes that it will encourage you or speak to you or help you to become more aware of when you had a prophetic vision. Now, the Bible says that the the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So that comes from the book of Revelation. So don't think you have to be like uh, Elijah, Jeremiah, and, you know, Ezekiel to be called a prophet, or to prophet. you prophesy in your own life. You're the main prophet of your life. You're the one who speaks the future of your life. When you say, you know, we're going to go such and such, we're going to go here, we're going to go there, we're going to do this, I want to be this, I want to be that. Or or if you speak the word of God, you say, but my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Well, that's a futuristic statement because your needs are not met yet. You're saying he's going to supply my need. So you're prophesying over yourself when you say, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, you're you're prophesying that the sufficient strength will come in the hour of testing. So I want to talk to you about a vision that I had that I had just become the senior pastor of a large urban church and there were there was broken people everywhere. There had been a terrible church split, a scandal, a debt, uh, $2 million of debt. (laughs) And I entered in as a senior pastor. And people had the nerve to congratulate me. And I'd look at them and I'd say, well, thank you. I know you mean well. But I don't know if this is a moment of, you know, congratulations. This is a moment of hard work and a lot of prayer. And they began to seek the Lord. And God, I've told you in the past, provided miraculous debt cancellation. And we began to see the body come together, new people coming, and healing. To the, to the broken body of Christ. But one night I was in bed, and I'm telling you, I was in the middle of the night. And I think that's when God speaks to a lot of us because all the stimuli of the day are gone. And I opened my eyes, and I saw like in a vision without seeing. You know, I knew I was in the room, but I could, I could see. And I saw four wolves coming at me. And I said to the Lord, I said, what are you going to do about that? And I, he said, what are, what are you going to do about that, as in to me? What, what am I going to do? Now, what is he? I have to do this. And then he said these words. He says, I want you to start acting like the senior pastor. And I thought for a moment, like, oh, he just rebuked me. <laughs> but I have been cowering back. So I picked up this staff or stick that I had next to me in the vision and began to shoo each of the wolves away. Ooh. And, and and i would and they would go they would go and i would tell them to go and point the stick at them they would go and i felt that he said to me that's how i've got to start to being a good shepherd that's over this body and to drive the wolves away that were trying to bite the, the sheep and and the shepherd's very, very important. If the shepherd isn't right, the church has all kinds of problems. But I was right with God, but I needed direction and I needed him to correct me. Correction from the Lord. He chastens those he loves. And so I took that up and from then on I took authority over things that would happen in, in the church. And I could see the demonic activity. It almost like there'd be a cluster of it. And taking authority over it and commanding it to disperse and go and flee in seven different directions. And I I watched it flee. One time this guy was harassing me. He was sitting in the front row of the church, and he didn't like that I was talking about the Ten Commandments because he said he was free from the, from the law, and he had gotten some girl pregnant, and it just it was a mess, and he had interpreted it wrong, but he would harass me every week. He'd send me letters, so I was sitting there looking right at him, and I said, in the name of Jesus, you get out of here. Under my breath, like very, he got up immediately and ran out of the church. I'm telling you, this really happened. I want to encourage you to take authority over the devils that are trying to nip at you in your life. Maybe my vision will help you have vision, but I encourage you to watch for the Lord. Look for the the Lord. He's there. He's operating. He's speaking. He will give you personal prophecy, personal visions. They will come suddenly, and they will disperse suddenly. Listen for them. Watch for them. Learn from them. Learn from my example. Father, in the name of Jesus, open the eyes of the hearts of those who are listening to this program so they will understand the spiritual warfare and the nature of the life they live in the natural and how they have to attack it in the spiritual realm to have the victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, God bless you. This is good. Someone just got wisdom was imparted to you. You act on this word. Have a wonderful week. Send me a line, frankjulian5 at gmail.com. God bless you. Bye for now.